Get with it, grandads. The TikTok era of Strictly starts now. If you're not taking some sort of portrait orientation video of your dance exploits, did it really happen? Open up your For You page and get ready for a never-ending torrent of homemade, barely incomprehensible content. And also, the Keep Dancing podcast. This is episode two of series five of the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie, your host, and tonight I'm joined by Elliot. Hello. Emily. Hello. And AJ. Hello. To review what can only be described as the first competitive week of Strictly 2020. We're your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated, unauthorised source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, we aren't always polite, but we will fill in any gaps with a little bit of slow-mo. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at @keepdancingpod, and a big hello to everybody listening on podcast radio. And uh, if you're waiting to find out if you've won the giveaway, we'll be doing that later in the show. Now. Strictly itself has overcome all kinds of technical difficulties and logistical problems in order to be able to get you some live competitive televisual entertainment on your Saturday nights. Um, But we've had at Keep Dancing Podcast Towers some... I don't know. I'm going to call them spooky technical issues that have resulted in us being unable to um, all get on the same telephone line to do a recording this week. So it's going to be a little bit of a clip show format. It's Think of it as a Zoom chat show <laughs> type of... Um, uh, type of format. We will be hearing from all of the pod squad um, but it will be in a little bit less of an interactive format. All right. Okay. Hello, everybody. How did you like that? Did a lot. I liked yeah. it a lot, a lot. Did it not feel for a little time on Saturday evening that everything was normal and like you didn't have to think about the state of the world? Oh, it yeah. was glorious. Yeah. I. It was a big wintry hug. I'd mm. forgotten. I'd forgotten what it was like to just, you know do that on a Saturday and just forget about things I mean I watched it this sun- on Sunday morning because of uh, birthdays but still just that gloriousness of Strictly I love Strictly it's, it's all downhill to Christmas from here <laughs> oh yes <laughs> and, and oh, it is all downhill from here um, but right that Latin pro opener Blimey! We can yes. shut we can shut them away for a month over the summer if they're going to come up with stuff like that. Yes, please. That was real. I love it. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. My my. <laughs> Elliot. My my highlight though was 
one of the new pros, Kai, who was on the Irish Strictly, has been drafted in to be on this, the pro, pro numbers. And loads of people thought he was AJ's brother instead last night. And I found that so funny because <laughs> Kai has a massive tattoo sleeve down his entire left arm and Curtis doesn't. <laughs> and Kai's a very talented dancer as well. Is he your mate? Is he what, sorry? Is he your mate? Is he, he... He's not my mate, no, but... um. Years ago, he was on Britain's Got Talent twice, and one of the times he was with my dance teacher in the Latin and Ballroom troupe called Kings and Queens, which Neil and Catcher were also a part of. Uh, and my teacher danced with Kai. So, so you were quite closely connected by the sort of Latin and Ballroom Six Degrees of Separation network. Yeah, and I've seen him compete before, before we did all this. So, yeah, I've, I've known of Kai for years. Lovely. Well, it's nice to see he's him brilliant. getting down uh, with the pro posse. <laughs> what there was nothing funny about that that wasn't a joke <laughs> I really enjoyed I'm... the um, the fact that they've set the stall out early this year with um, the switching up of the male not male the lead follow rules roles um, and so Johannes was dancing with, with the pro lasses um, and doing a cracking job of it Johannes absolutely made that intro dance for me. And also Oti, yes. because Queen Oti, really. Yes! Uh, at the top of my page, I have actually written Queen Oti, King Johannes. Yeah, and yes. I, I, like <laughs> how, I like how Johannes' hair situation is going to remind us every time, ah, there's an insert from the before, and uh, this is not live. <laughs> I, I also like what they're doing with the big bits of scenery, where it's basically blocking out haunting, empty auditorium shots. Um, <laughs> but it gives them like opportunity to like create that barber shop, Typeset and the little street set, really cute stuff. Are you putting I need a stop here. It's all hidden away. I quite like that. I don't want to see you know sad people in, ma- in BBC compliant masks. I want glittery sets. Yes, I, 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 I've got to say I do have a problem. I, I did. I didn't have a problem with, but the the you know the nose height visors that they had all the friends mm. and family in. I just find jarring. <laughs> I also noticed, and um, I I think they should be more widely available, the clear face masks to allow for lip reading. I think that's, yes. that's a really important accessibility thing. Like it's, it, it would be nice to have more of those sort of readily available. But good on the BBC for making sure those are available. Anyway, we've got 12 dancers to get through, and we are limited in time. So we'd better get on with the show. Dancing the cha-cha, or at least bobbing rhythmically with a blank expression, something to do with a meme, is Jamie Lang and his partner, Karen. I can't exactly say that I am so thrilled that we have Jamie again. I know he didn't get a, a chance last year, but I also don't think the wait was worth it. Uh, I could mutter darkly onwards about BBC does Eurovision <clears throat> but I really just did not enjoy that charter uh, it was lumpy also one of them needs to change their hair colour because I can't cope 
I cannot cope with the bleach blonde twins. It, it, no, it's doing me in. Dancing the American smooth and momentarily passing out in sheer stagey, lovey, darling bliss, it's Caroline Quentin and her partner, Johannes. Caroline and Johannes, I have never seen a celebrity so surprised and happy to be there. You can just see on her face how much it means to her to finally realise her dancing dream. And Johannes takes such good care of her when she's a weepy mess. We all just want to be taken care of by Johannes, let's be honest. As for dance, the only negative for me was the CGI. The train was unnecessary. We're stuck with the AR unit, so frankly, we'll have to get used to it. But I didn't like it. But Caroline was light, elegant, classy, and as you would expect, acted really well. I think they'll go far. And, you know, we need, we need to protect our precious cinnamon rolls. We must vote for them as often as possible. I loved Caroline's dance. I thought it was beautiful. Um, you can really see the uh, deep love of dance straight away that she has. Um, and she has the, the finishing quite well already and that, that's only going to improve as she gets time to practice so when she uses her arms she doesn't throw the free arm movement away it is a finished placed movement and that's only going to get better dancing a tango and becoming ever more mancunian with every passing second it's max wanted and his partner diane now, uh, we had a really lovely message from Neve asking uh, what we thought about the, uh, the judges commenting on Diane's choreography rather than specifically Max's um, ability to perform it. And yeah, because obviously we're having a little bit of a problem this week. We will have a good debate about that um, because we do have a lot of opinions. We'll have a good debate about that when we can all get back on the line together. I'm going to talk about Max George and Diane Boswell doing a tango to best fake smile. Did enjoy this one. Um, it was a really good attempt. I do think that uh, it's a shame that he's so clearly nervous. Um, you can see him deciding on his next move as he's carrying out the current one, um, which does give him a rather glazed look, which uh, didn't quite work out on the whole tango face situation. Um, and uh, I know Ellie mentioned our um, lovely listener, Neve, uh, asking about the criticism of the celebrities if the pros stray too far from the brief of the original dance. Um, I do think it's unfair to judge the celebrities with that and for the celebrities to be marked down but I can see where the judges are coming from because whilst uh, we know that it's an entertainment programme and we are you know we're not going strictly by (laughs) strictly by competition rules um, it's still really important to have a, a hint of them in there for um, you know, for, for the competition to work and 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 for and to give the judges something to 
structure their comments. Um, he's de yeah, he's going to be an improver, I think. He's, he's going to have to work hard to get better. Um, but I really hope he throws himself into it. Dancing the cha-cha and doing a full 180, then doing another full 180 so she's still facing the same way, it's Clara Ampho and her partner, Ali Ash. Hello everybody, Elliot here. Um, isn't it great to have Strictly back? Um, I'm here to talk about a few of the dancers and let's not waste any time. So Clara and Ali Ash, oh, what's not to love about them? She was fierce, she was sassy. As Moxie said, she was determined. She has really got the right mindset for Strictly, I think. She's nearly there. She just needs a bit more pressure into the floor because she was picking her feet up a bit. Um, the dress looked amazing. That electric blue was stunning on her. And I do think that the judges don't really know what to make of her at the minute because she got a 5, a 6 and a 7. And I'm pretty sure she's the only one on Saturday to get a different mark from every judge. So I think that's quite interesting wasn't a big fan of the disco question and answer part because they kind of went on this totally different timing than what they were on and I couldn't follow what timing they were doing but for the most part I really 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 enjoyed this cha-cha I think it got Clara's personality out there very well and them as a partnership so I was really on board with it for the most part and I'm excited to see her do some lovely elegant ballroom next week. dancing a foxtrot and bringing politics quite literally onto the dance floor, it's Jackie Smith and her partner, Anton. Jackie and Anton. So we're now doing a politically themed foxtrot to a song from Monty Python, saying, always look on the bright side of life. And although I agree that should be a message that we take after this year, um, I don't want Anton being the one orchestrating it because it just seems a bit of satire, which is just a bit tone deaf. Um, Jackie isn't bad. She was the weakest, though, sadly, on Saturday night. Like, she wasn't into the floor. She was rushing. She made a few little mistakes because she was rushing. The whole cane and top hat kicking section wasn't needed. Um... I mean, it looked impressive with all the pyro behind them, and I'm pretty sure Anton just stole all the prop and pyro budget for the week, and probably next week as well. But, yeah, it it wasn't brilliant from Jackie. Uh, I I kind of wish, like I said, that whole section was gone, so I could just do some more foxtrot, some more basic foxtrot, and they can just work on it a bit more, but what are you going to do? They're doing the samba next week, and I'm already worried slash terrified of what recycled gags and moments Anton is going to put in the samba. So I do feel like this could already be Jackie being placed over the glittery trapdoor, and they're waiting to pull the lever on Sunday night, sadly. Dancing a waltz that was really quite emotionally manipulative, but I don't care. It's JJ Chalmers and his partner, Amy. So, first up on my docket of people uh, to talk about is uh, JJ and Amy doing what was, quite frankly, a very lovely waltz. Not a waltz that I particularly remember huge amounts of, but it left me with a a happy feeling at the end. They have uh, started the heartstring tugging 
already um, with JJ, which I'm not entirely sure I approve of, but uh, it was, yeah, it was lovely. And they both looked lovely, and I think he's definitely one of our improvers this year, so I look forward to seeing um, how his Latin goes. Dancing the samba, and definitely not the conga, whatever Gloria Estefan might say, it's Maisie Smith and her partner, Gorka. I really, really enjoyed Maisie and Gorka. It's just a... I mean, you got to shake your tail feathers when you've got a dress that's made of that many tail feathers. I mean, <laughs> what else can you do with it? It's... Uh, it, it was just joyous. It was a nice piece of strictly Latin nonsense, quite frankly. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how Maisie goes. I just hope they don't try and um, Eliza Doolittle her for her journey in the Strictly uh, story. Because one does have to have a journey if one wants to win. Dancing the American Smooth, and being both smooth and also American, can I make it any more obvious? It's Jason Bell and his partner, Luba. Jason and Luba, are he... He is just so happy to be there. He has got a smile brighter than most people's hopes and dreams after this year. And he is just having the time of his life. And Luba's loving it as well, which is lovely, lovely to see. Um, he can really fling Luba about. That was really impressive. It's a shame lifts didn't go quite perfectly. But that's the problem of live TV. It just happens. Um, the CGI, CGI cars were atrocious. Um, please never bring them back strictly. And... Yeah, he just, he say his top line, his shoulders are creeping up, and he looked a bit rounded and hunched. So I think that's just the excitement of it all. But now he's done the first one, they can just tone it down. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him fling lube around a bit more, and I'm excited to see them do a jive, actually. I think the two of them doing a jive, being quite tall and quite powerful people, will be very, very, very impressive if he can nail it and get the speed. And yeah. Dancing the Pasadoble and becoming the very living embodiment of the dancing lady emoji, it's Ranveer Singh and her partner Giovanni. Next, we've got Ranveer Singh and Giovanni Panici uh, doing the Pasadoble. Um, I'm very sceptical about what week one Pasadobles. I think that they are better off saved for when they've had a bit more chance to loosen up to the performance elements particularly when they're not um, strictly performers uh, in you know it, it just gives them that chance to uh, relax and be able to perform a little bit more confidently um, it is a very performative dance and I think that um, it's easily lost uh, when, when it's someone who is brand new and in week one that being said uh, Giovanni is a really really good, kind choreographer for his celebrity partners and makes sure that they're really, really going to um, have basic steps in the dance that they can perform exceptionally well. And I, and I do feel like that's that's what he's done um, for Ranveer this week. 
it was it was fun. She she did did look just like the dancing lady emoji, which is I love it. The embody an avatar, an avatar of dance. Um, lo- little bit stompy in places, um, but it's it's hard again if you're not a professional dancer to get that right. In the Paso Doble, um, yeah, I, it was it was really good fun, and I'm I'm really glad that she's done it. I hope she's able to really throw herself into the rest of the competition. Dancing the quick step and just making an absolute mockery of our intent to use follower and leader terminology, it's Nicola Adams and her partner, Katya. I love Get Happy by Ella Fitzgerald. It's just one of those tracks. Um, It it, it sort of bypasses any um, outstanding feeling that you have. And instantly cheers you right up. Um, this is also given Cathy the opportunity to be the uh, mad scientist of choreography that she she truly is at heart. Um, I know initially we, we we came into this thinking right we're gonna you know have one partner being classed as the follower and one as the leader, but she's she's taken that and thrown it totally out the window. That swapping back and forth is so clever. So impressive to watch. Um, and yeah, I, I really smiled throughout. The one thing I, I, you know, we have to acknowledge is that Nicola's come from a boxing background. So uh, as she went into her zone of the, the flow of things, her shoulders came up and forwards. And obviously that's part of um, a boxing stance. Which is going to take a little bit of time for her to get out of the habit of, but I think she will. Um, she seems really committed to, to to the practice, so I've I've got a lot of time for that. Um, and I loved that little uh, vice versa um, costume combination they had. That was that was really really fun. Um, she's gonna, in all honesty, I think she's sort of middle to low in the improver category um, as much as I really want her to do well uh, I think she'll be doing it because she's uh, breaking a mould more so than um, because she's really amazing straight away at the dance however I'm more than happy to be proved wrong um, if she's going to really throw herself into it and practice, practice, practice then I'm really looking forward to seeing her improve Dancing the cha-cha and casually ingesting the little book of dance while knocking out a drum solo is Bill Bailey and his partner, Oti. So, Bill and Oti, where to start? They're just pure joy. They're just what we need in this hell year. Um, apparently, um, Bill was the one who suggested that they dance to Pata Pata, which makes my heart soar a little bit. Um, he could have easily gone with the look at me, I'm so funny, I'm a comedian routine. But actually, he's not terrible. He has some skill, he's got something to work on. And the instrument breakdowns really made the routine his. So, frankly, Team Boti need to stay in for as long as possible. If only for the fact that Oti seems to die laughing daily on her Instagram story. And if you haven't seen them, you really, really should. Um, and, yeah, 
Billy Noti. Ah, such fun. Such fun. I can only hope that they're going to go far in the competition because I enjoyed that so much. Uh... Dancing a jive that was as infuriating as it was impressive, it's Hervey and his partner, Jeanette. Harvey. Hervey. Ugh. I would sum him up as annoyingly competent and, frankly, overmarked. Nobody needs the pressure of a week one nine. There's absolutely nowhere you can go from there. But given the skill he has, he's definitely the destroyer or the destroyer. I think it felt very arrogant doing the whole rock star routine, especially with that footage of him wearing his own tour t-shirt in the rehearsals. And the whole itsy a boy thing really has increased his yeet factor. And after It Takes Two, it also seems Jeanette's very much lined up here as replacement mum. Bit weird, but he'll probably win the mum vote, I reckon. Now, we've got a little bit of admin to do. Now, we've heard everybody's thoughts about the dancers. Um, first of all, I would like to announce that Strictly Tweeter Lou uh, won last week's giveaway of the Every Result Ever tea towel. Uh, if you want to enter into this week's giveaway, just send us a dancing lady emoji uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, by email, however you want to do it. Just send us the dancing lady emoji and we'll add you to the draw. <clears throat> the final bit of admin is Frock of the Week, which is a sort of non-denominational excellence in sequence type of award to whoever cuts the best dash on the dance floor. And I believe we can uh, go live to the various juries for their nominations. Um, my nominations for Frock of the Week, um, my, it has to be Clara. And for dress, uh, two piece. I love electric blue. It's one of those colours that just, uh, it's an immediate grin on my face. Um, and I loved the slight colour difference between Clara's two piece and Ali Asher's suit. Um, lovely, lovely tonal complement to one another. Um, and, you know, fringed, bejeweled, electric blue dance shots and uh, fancy sports bra always going to be a winner for me Frock of the week would have to be the ringer Maisie's uh, everyone frankly needs to shake a lurid pink feathery butt on the dance floor I would entirely wear Maisie's dress on a night out but my frock of the week this week goes to the lovely Luba uh, my Frock of the Week nomination is Ravinda's absolutely lovely red Paso Doble dress. It is very Dancing Lady emoji, um, but she sold it, and I really like that dress. Uh, and I think, after all that, I am going to go with Clara Amfo's incredible electric Bluetooth piece, just for the sheer showbiz of it all. The legs, the beaded fringe... Fantastic. Clara Ampho wins Frock of the Week. So that's everything from me. Bye-bye. And then, yes, so that is it from me. And 
we shall see you hopefully next week. Bye. Thanks for bearing with us during this slightly unusual episode of the Keep Dancing podcast. Hopefully, normal service will be resumed next week. Keep dancing. <laughs>